0: I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope your weekend treated you well. Happy Monday. We're here for a coffee chat. We're gonna sit down, have coffee. You can have tea if you want, it'll be coffee for me. And we just catch up. I talk to you about some good things that are going on in my life. I talk to you about what I'm feeling vulnerable about right now, and I'm feeling proud of, what I'm learning, what's going on behind the scenes over here, and what to expect on the podcast this week. So If you're ready, grab your coffee, grab your tea, and let's hang out. I actually have an iced coffee today from Chick-fil-A, which is random for me. For some reason, our Chick-fil-A has been sending out free items to my email every single day this week. There was a chicken sandwich day, there was a hash brown day, there was a fruit cup day, and today is iced coffee day. So I was like, you know what? Let me use this um, and I wouldn't got a free coffee. And I will say it, it is pretty decent. Like it's not, I'm not mad at it. We did recently go through, gosh, I say recently, like maybe a month ago, Obi and I went through for breakfast and we had the loveliest girl who rang us up. Here's the thing. I don't know if the chick fil A's where you live, do this. I don't even know if you have Chick-fil-A where you live. I don't think you're missing much. People love it it's like a cult classic. It's not my favorite. I'm also not the biggest chicken fan. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But the drive-thrus, they have the people waiting at the line. Like when you go through the drive-thru, they're like in line waiting for you. So instead of ordering to a machine, you're ordering to like a teenager, like to their face, which is fine. But it cr- it creates a significant amount of anxiety in me. I think because most people have the menu memorized and I don't. <laughs> so when I get up, I can't I need to look at the menu and I for whatever reason it's like every time I forget that this is going to happen and they show up, I freak out. Recently, we did this and the girl who was working it was just such a joy. <laughs> honestly that she like made this experience like a hundred times better for us and it started because one thing one thing I will say about chick-fil-a is their hash browns are top-notch best hash browns around she said do you guys want a large or small hash brown and I had no idea they had a large hash brown option and so I was like give me the large hash brown this sounds amazing the same girl was like hey listen I hear you're ordering an iced coffee right now. I just want you to know we have a chocolate sweet cream iced coffee and it's better. And she was right. Like, I don't think it's, I think it's too sweet for me to order every day, but it was really good. Very good. (laughs) And I was like, this girl is changing my relationship to Chick-fil-A. They should give her a raise. She also gave us free cookies. So we love her. She needs to stay. All right. I spent way too much time talking about... My iced coffee today because we have a lot of other things to discuss. And this is bottom of the totem pole, honestly. So three good things going on in my life. Number one, we've been talking about the TV show The Bear on Instagram. And it is so fun. This is a show that Obi and I got really into. I like love it. And so it was really fun to make a post about it and for people to be like, oh, we love this show too, because it. Feels like somehow smaller, you know, but it's actually a really successful show. All in all, it's been really fun to hang out with you guys and talk about my favorite TV show, basically. Number two is herbal tea, caffeine free tea. I love caffeine free tea. I love having a tea mid morning because Obi and I get up so early. We start drinking coffee at like five in the morning, and I'll drink like eight ounce cups of black coffee like before seven. And then around 10, I want another special beverage. I can't typically handle a coffee at that time, but I do want another beverage. I don't want more caffeine because I don't want to be anxious, but I do want to feel like I have a little treat. And herbal tea is really doing it for me. I keep a mint tea box at the office. We just got a PR package in with the most incredible teas in it. And uh, I've been using that at home. It's just such a treat. Moving on. Number three is I had a tea and friend date with my friend Hannah and we painted while we hung out. She was working on painting some pants of a friend of hers, painting flowers on the jeans. And then I was painting like a paint by number canvas that I've been meaning to complete for a while now. And that was really fun. And at her house, she had a really good herbal tea. It was the Celestial Seasonings Vermont Maple Ginger, and it smelled and tasted like Teddy Grahams. It was really, really good. I'm going to see if I have some in the store today. Okay, now let's get into what I'm learning right now. So kind of bouncing off of Thursday's episode where we talked about the grief that's going on for both me and my husband right now and just kind of navigating that together. And my therapist used the language, just be gentle. And she meant it specifically for our marriage, right? But I'm kind of using it everywhere at the moment, like choices about going to work. I'm just going to be gentle. Just choose to be gentle. If I am worried about how I'm going to schedule myself, I schedule gently. If someone on the internet annoys me <laughs> and like triggers something in me, I'm just going to be gentle. And it's kind of become a mantra for me this week. It's really supportive for kind of my high energy, high production self at this time. I was describing kind of how I'm feeling to Obi. And if you don't know, if you're new here, my husband's name is Obi. That's my husband. So if I say Obes or Obi, that's who I'm talking about. He's also my new podcast editor. I don't know if I've told you all that yet. We switched, I guess, like a week ago, and he started editing my podcasts. He's very good at it, and I'm so excited to have him back. He makes me sound much smarter. So I was talking to Obi about my grief, and he was like, you know, how are you feeling? And I kind of described it as it's like it's in my body. Like there's just like kind of always under the surface kind of a sadness and a heaviness and a weight. But at the same time, I feel okay. I vacillate, I will say, like back and forth. I had a conversation with a Trader Joe's cashier and I was like super seven out, right? I was like, I'm really good. How are you? Everything's great. And then I left and I was like, whoa, you are not okay, actually. I think you're sad. (laughs) Because it was like I could almost like hear the tonality in my voice and how I know that like seven move that I do, like just that, that voice, that tone, that speed when I am presenting happy, but I'm actually really sad. So there's some of that. I I caught that at Trader Joe's. I, I kind of had that observation, but in general right now, I feel okay. I feel well supported. I feel like I have systems and structures and routines that support my care. I'm journaling about it every day. I'm letting myself cry when I need to cry, but I'm also doing other things in my life. I'm not feeling consumed by it, but I'm allowing it to be here and to present when it presents. And then I'm kind of going on with with the day otherwise. It just feels really grounded. I say that to say that it feels good to have this mantra to just go, okay, am I being gentle? How can I choose to be gentle? Now, I'm kind of talking about this from a place of being someone who is An overdoer, right? And I'm not, I think gentle is a beautiful mantra for all of us but I I do know there are people who are like, I choose gentle every day. And sometimes when we choose gentle every day, we find ourselves in this space where we are slower to take action, or maybe we don't take action on the things that are really important to us, or we have dreams about to do things in our lives, but gentle doesn't always get things done. So I wonder if even for both of us, if we kind of like meet in the middle together in a space of gentle action, Right? So like gentle can feel sometimes like, okay, well, I'm just going to like lay in bed all day, which I think we all have permission to do. I'm not taking that permission away from us, but gentle action says, okay, what's one step I can take today in the direction of the things that are important to me. And then I can, I can have peace. I can be free. I can have ease, but then tomorrow I'll take another gentle step in the direction of the things that matter to me. So that's just kind of been what's on my mind this week. So now let's get into a little bit of what happened behind the scenes last week. Like I said before, there's just like a lot of personal things going on, navigating that, balancing that with work, and like with kiddo stuff. It's, you know, it's a little tricky. And again, just using that mantra, trying to be gentle, trying to hold space, taking gentle action, not kind of trying to force myself or power through. And I am back in the thick of coaching one-on-one. I had my last first session like the last session of all of my clients who was the first session for them if that makes sense. I had that last week and I'm just so excited for this round of coaching. We've kind of had a beginning session for everybody which is essentially where I gather information. I get a sense like what's this time going to be like for us? What are our intentions? How do we want to use this time? And it's been really helpful just to yeah see each of the people, meet them. We have some repeat clients from the last session and I was so excited to see them again. I'm really excited about every single person who signed on this round. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what we do together. And then I've honestly just been taking a lot of gentle action, plugging away at my secret project that I cannot tell you about, but I promise I will tell you about it soon. I'm really excited about it and I'm working on it back here behind the scenes. I also had a video go live this past weekend on Obi and my wedding anniversary. It was our six year wedding anniversary, and I put a video up that was requested by one of you about our marriage meetings. So we typically meet once a week to talk through the week. We talk about our schedules, we talk about who's cooking what, when, and Other things depending on the season of our life that that we have going on so I give you the rundown of all of that and some tips for starting that for yourself if that's of interest to you and that is over at YouTube now things I'm feeling vulnerable about I am feeling vulnerable about grief particularly talking about it holding space for me to be happy even in the midst of it allowing it to be here even though I may sometimes feel like I shouldn't be as sad as I am or something. Yeah, I'm just, it's a vulnerable thing. I'm I'm experiencing that vulnerability and that is okay. I'm feeling proud of, okay, so this is something I talked to my therapist about, my relationship to food and to movement. And I kind of talked to her about my journey with that. And I think I have an episode in the podcast on that as well, the way that has progressed. But I was describing it to her and I was saying I started very young restricting and just not having a good relationship with food in the sense that as little food as I could eat was better in my mind. And then I went into what we call like the good fat era, (laughs) which is kind of like, I'm going to be like so healthy and prove that I'm worthy even in the body I have because of how healthy I am. I was still restricting. This is like, like a, a secret restriction situation, right? I would eat things like just some asparagus that I had like cooked up with a little bit of feta on the side and I would call that a meal. And I did this for years, friends. I mean, I'm talking years, like maybe a decade. And even into Obi, my relationship, he said, he was like, I remember how you used to eat like that. And I would think that's not a meal. And I would eat, you know, I think by the time we were together, I would eat like some chicken sausage and some avocado and some asparagus. You know, it was like a little bit more. But now I am kind of more on the food freedom side of things where it's like you can eat, you can have whatever you want. Talking to myself, like I can eat whatever I want. And typically what I choose to eat is relatively good for me, right? Because we don't feel good when we don't eat the way we f- that feels good, right? I love vegetables. It's like my favorite food. So I tend to eat really veggie heavy. I tend to eat certain things and I'm conscious of like, okay, protein is something that I need to eat and I struggle to get in. I focus more on adding in than taking away. So I kind of go, does this meal have like fat fiber, protein? But I tend to ask myself that, just check in with the meal. And then if those things aren't there, I try to add them in, right? So if I make a big salad, and it doesn't have any like substantial sources of protein, maybe I'll boil an egg and add it in. If it doesn't have any, you know, if I make a meal and I'm like, there's not any fiber in this meal, then I'll add a bunch of veggies or add some fruit, like whatever I need to do to add in. I don't tend to take away anymore. And I just generally feel good <laughs> about how I eat. I also have days where I eat terribly and I love that for myself. Like I love the freedom in that, that I feel probably for the first time. Oh, and I, I shouldn't even say eat terribly. I eat foods that aren't as nourishing for me. And I the same thing with movement. I feel very similarly with movement where it's just kind of like I'm listening to my body. I'm letting her lead. I and much more intuitive about it and it's i yeah i just feel really proud of that i'm sorry that took me a long time to describe but that's what i'm feeling proud of right now maybe i could do a whole therapist notes episode on that honestly all right core values so for the month of september i chose interested and inspired and intentional i'm going to be interested this week by asking people to join me on the podcast that I want to learn things from. So people I'm curious about, people who have skills that I want to take on, bringing them on and really seeking understanding. Inspired, I want to be inspired by spending some time out of the house doing something alone, something that I don't normally do, And then I want to be intentional. Obi and I started going on evening walks, like post-dinner walks last week. And I want to kind of keep that going this week with the fam. And then my self-care challenge last week was to make bagels. And I haven't made bagels yet. But I did make tomato soup from scratch, which I was really excited about and kind of got more excited about than the bagels. But for this week, I'm going to make those bagels. And... What's coming up in terms of content this week on the podcast? Tuesday, we're going to talk about what to do when we don't follow through with our routines. Wednesday is our weekly Q&A. Thursday is notes from therapy. And Friday, a podcast interview with Krista Harden about the Enneagram and marriage. So this week is an invitation for us all to be gentle. And we're going to end with a quote from Leo Busc galia and he says only the weak are cruel gentleness can only be expected from the strong thank you all so much for being here i love creating this content for you and i'll see you tomorrow for the next one bye seeking the truth never gets old